This podcast is brought to you by Orthos Health. Well, welcome back, everyone. We are going to be starting a four segment series on the immune system. That's something that is on everybody's mind right now presently. And we are going to go through that over the next four episodes. We're going to go ahead and use the acronym LEAN, L-E-A-N. That acronym comes from Dr. Sears and it's going to stand for Lifestyle, Exercise, Attitude, and Nutrition. And we are going to take all four of those and break them down as they relate to our immune system. So for today's episode, we're just going to go ahead and start at the top. We're going to start with the L and we're going to talk about lifestyle. In regards to lifestyle, there are several different things that we could talk about, but I narrowed it down to three for this particular episode. And the three that I felt to be the most significant are the three S's, sleep, stress, and substances. So we're going to briefly touch on the three of those and how they relate to the immune system. And what's interesting about these is that they all three interrelate with each other. I wasn't sure which one was the most important to start with because really they are all three so interconnected. And just like in previous podcasts, you know that everything regarding health, your body, your mindset they all interconnect. So this isn't surprising that these interconnect so much as well. But let's go ahead and start with sleep. Sleep is really important to the immune system because that's the time that the body repairs itself. We could go into a lot of science on the benefits of sleep, but to make this applicable to the immune system, I want to just touch on that specifically. This is the time when our body is resetting It's filtering out different toxins that have been coming through our bodies all day. It's repairing damage that's happening. So basically, this is the time that we are healing. And this is really, really important, especially when we are stressed or when we're trying to fight off something. Our immune system releases different chemicals, and actually these are protein-based chemicals, that promote sleep. So when we are all out of whack, our sleep is one of the things that suffers. So we really want to protect it. When we don't get enough sleep, we get infection-fighting antibodies that are reduced. We get a reduction of those. Those are antibodies that we need because those are what are fighting for us. And we don't produce enough of them. And so we don't have enough of them fighting on our behalf. So we want to do everything we can to keep them from lowering because that will in turn lower the effectiveness of our immune system. I was reading about a research study that came out last February, so February of 19, and it talked about how the more that we have this deeper sound sleep, the more improvement we have in our immune cells known as T cells. So again, getting that good quality sleep is really important. When we aren't getting enough sleep or we're not getting good quality sleep, that's the time that we're more likely to get sick if we're exposed to it because our bodies are just already run down, can't take one more thing. It's also the time when if we do get sick, it takes us longer to recover. And if anything, if we get some sort of virus, 
or some sort of sickness, we want to be able to bounce back from it and recover quickly. So that is an important thing to think about when we're thinking about sleep. For a lot of us, as I'm recording this, it's the end of March and we have we're on shutdown right now as this is being recorded due to the uh, COVID-19 that is happening in the world. And so for a lot of us, our schedules are just off. And depending if you go back and listen to this later, most likely your schedule is going to be off in some way. You're going to be under stress. This, some of this is just part of life. Right now we're experiencing this all together. So it's even more relevant and it's on more, more so on the forefront of everybody's mind. But your schedule is probably off right now. If you have children, you may be used to them going to school and then you go to your office. I don't know exactly what that looks like for you, but because the world doesn't look the same, I know that your schedules have to be impacted as well. And because our schedules are off, many people may be turning to substances that are not part of their normal routine. And those substances are actually going to disrupt your sleep. And we'll talk about that more in a minute. But we want to stay as close to schedule as we can. We want to continue to get up maybe at the same time or close to the same time that we would have if we needed to get children on the bus or if we needed to get to the office. We want to just stay as close to that as possible because what happens when we disrupt our schedule is it disrupts our hormones. And so now we have chemicals that are going in a cycle that they're not used to and we start a negative cycle and it becomes harder to combat stress during the day if you didn't get good sleep the night before. So I would ask you to reduce the urge to sleep in. I'm asking that of myself as well, and it's harder. Go ahead and get up early and do some exercises maybe. Spend some time doing some mindfulness, some gratitude, um, prayer, meditation. If you do wake up in the middle of the night, see if you can do something with the thoughts that have woken you up because usually if you wake up in the middle of the night typically it may be because of stress and we're going to talk about stress here in just a minute but that may be a great time to do some journaling i'd ask you to reduce the blue light that comes through all of our technology some of you have uh, cell phones that you can get a setting to screen out that blue light i definitely recommend doing that that will help you with your sleep um, because that blue light is going to interrupt your sleep patterns. So if possible, have little or no alcohol, especially close to bedtime. Also, maybe less sugar, just sort of getting our body into a place where it is ready to unwind, make your room dark, make it cool, whatever you need to be comfortable. My daughter has a phone alarm that goes off every night to remind her to go to sleep, which I think is great. And just to get yourself, give yourself that last hour to unwind, get ready for the day, that sort of thing. Staying in control of your schedule will actually help you reduce stress. And stress is the number two thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about in regards to lifestyle and your immune system. Stress comes when we feel out of control. So I want to talk about some things that we can do to stay in control during this time or any other season of life where you may be experiencing stress. Particularly, I want to just mention that stress also 
has the ability to break down your immune system. It's just not going to function as productively as it could when we're stressed out. Here's why. We've talked about this in some of the other podcasts, but when we're stressed, our body is basically sending chemicals to our brain in that fight or flight response. It's sending cortisol and it's saying, we're in danger, we're in danger, we gotta stay at high alert, right? <laughs> and so our body says, okay, yes, we need to stay at, at high alert right now. And the more we do that, the more we damage our hormones because we're just burning ourselves out by all that increase of cortisol. That was designed to help get us through an immediate negative situation, being chased by an animal, something like that. We were not designed to stay there long-term. So we know that if we do stay there long-term, that is going to have an effect on all the chemicals, endorphins, hormones, and it is ultimately going to weaken our immune system because our body is going to be spending all of its energy staying at high alert. So we don't want to be spending all of our energy fighting stress. We want to save that energy to fight diseases, viruses, things that are coming at us like that. So I said a moment ago that when we feel like we're more in control of our schedule, we feel less stressed. And again, if you have got children home, if you've had um, adult children who are maybe away in college come back, you have extra family members, if you're not able to see certain family members that you were able to see, maybe a parent in a retirement home, just throwing out some different scenarios, these are things that are going to be stressful. So what I want to encourage you to do is try and get your, personally you, your schedule as consistent as you can and let returning children or house guests know, hey, this is the time that this happens. And if you've got kids there or anybody else there, go ahead and post it. Put up a schedule that everybody can see. That way everyone's on the same page. Everybody knows what to expect. I have homeschooled for many years, two decades of homeschooling, and the house ran better when there was a schedule and people knew what was coming. And I didn't even use the word schedule. I used the word pattern. <laughs> If we knew what was coming next, what was the next part of the pattern, then that reduced our stress level because we were just a little bit more on the same page. So I would encourage you to do that. If you're used to getting up at a certain time because you get the kids ready for school, you get ready for work, try and keep that going on. Again, I mentioned earlier, when you're up doing some, some meditation, some prayer, a gratitude journal, there's such a link between the mind-body connection and just spending time thinking about what we're thankful for really has an impact physically on our body. If you read scripture, that would be another great thing to do. If you are into yoga, I know that there are a lot of companies and organizations who are doing online yoga, which is great. My workout facility is starting to post workouts online. Those are some great things to do. If you're stressed, get some endorphins going, and we'll talk about exercise specifically in the next one. But if this stress is to a point where you're, it's really unhealthy and it's unhealthy for your family, please get some counseling, get some coaching. There are some great coaches out there, and there are lots of people who were already in the online community, and now there are even more. 
So I think that that's an amazing thing that you have right there at your fingertips. At this time, we are also allowed to go outside of our homes. So I encourage you, even if it's just your yard, go outside, spend some time in nature. There is science about the effects that nature has on our mind and on our stress levels. This may be a great time if you've never done it before. This may sound silly to you, but start a bird journal. If you like to garden, try something different in your garden. Spend some time outside breathing, being around living things that are flourishing. I'm very thankful that this came at springtime when things are coming alive. So go outside, enjoy that. Another thing that you can do is help your environment. And I don't just mean the bigger environment as a whole. I mean your personal environment, your home. This is an excellent time to declutter. When we have physical clutter all around us, that messes with the clutter in our mind. We don't even realize it, but when we just walk past piles of clutter, subconsciously our mind just thinks, oh, I have to do something with that. And it stresses us out even if we don't acknowledge that thought. I remember years ago reading the book, Getting Things Done by David Allen, and there's a part in there where he talks about just going into the garage and seeing this mess and our mind processes that even if we don't notice it but to have a plan for that a plan like hey don't worry about this now on saturday i'm going to deal with that can can calm our mind can release it so especially if we're at home this is a great time to get rid of some of that clutter i promise if you take the time to do that put everything in place you will feel less stressed you will feel more in control of yourself and if money is tight, then you may find some things that you are able to sell, right? So that's, that's some things that I recommend in regards to stress. But also notice, and we are going to be talking about nutrition, but notice how your food and what you're eating is affecting your mood. For some of us, sugar does not have a positive effect. And it may help in the moment, but the stress that it brings on afterwards is not good. Same thing with alcohol for some people. I don't know what your thing is. I definitely think that there is a correlation with alcohol. And substances is actually the third thing that I was going to talk with you about today in regards to your immune system. So I cannot think of many or any substances that would be good for your immune system. But I want to just think about today the big two, which are tobacco and alcohol. I know that there are others. But for today, we're just going to stick to those two. We know that tobacco weakens our immune system. That's something that we've been hearing about for years. The tobacco industry has taken a dip because this research is, is out there now. So some of the areas that tobacco really affects the most would be infections, pneumonia, and influenza. And in regards to the coronavirus, we know that that is attacking people in their lungs. So right now, more than ever, we want to make sure that we do have strong lungs, right? And we want to make sure that our immune systems are ready to handle something like that. When you've been a smoker for longer, like if this is a, a longer term thing, you are already going to have lower levels of productive antioxidants in your blood. 
um, different vitamin levels. They've been found to be lower in smokers. But here's some good news. In just eight weeks after quitting, your immune system can improve. So that's exciting to know that that quickly, you could have a turnaround by how your immune system is working for you if you were to stop smoking today. And uh, just to let you guys know, a little FYI here, I was in the middle of working on a series on smoking cessation when the coronavirus came about. So that has been put on hold for a couple weeks while I'm discussing the immune system. But if smoking cessation is something that you're interested in, that information will be coming out to you shortly. But for now, if you want to start working on that, I recommend that you go back and listen to the parts about stress and see if you can incorporate some of those techniques or habits into your lifestyle now. Because the number one reason that I hear smokers say that they smoke or that they can't quit is stress. They started because they were stressed and they think that if they quit, they will be more stressed. But for a lot of smokers, going outside and taking five minutes to breathe, that's a stress reliever. And I 100% agree with the fact that we should all be taking, quote, breaks, smoke breaks, <laughs> go outside and breathe for five minutes. Yes, that will reduce your stress. So replacing that habit of the smoking, but keeping the habit of the taking a break and, and uh, breathing are great. So we will be talking a lot more about smoking cessation coming up. The last substance that I want to end with is alcohol. We already spoke earlier about how alcohol will disrupt your sleep cycles. Alcohol is a depressant. So it's going to bring us down. Sometimes we feel as though after we drink alcohol that we are, that we are heightened and that feeling is temporary. We know it's a depressant. So some people use it at night to fall asleep, and usually you can fall asleep with alcohol, but your sleep cycle will be, is more likely to be broken, and you'll wake up in the middle of the night. Alcohol also affects the gut microbiome. In our nutrition episode, we'll talk more about that, and you've most likely heard me talk about that before, but those are the microbes, the bugs down in our gut lining, and that we'll send a message to the brain to let us know how we're feeling. And when we have a lot of alcohol, there is disruption in our microbiome and it disrupts the gut barrier and actually allows more bacteria to pass through into the blood. So there's some physical things that are happening inside our body as well. And all of this, as you've probably guessed, is going to weaken the immune system, right? Excess drinking is going to da damage and reduce the T and C cells, and those are the cells that help keep our immune system strong. So we're doing a lot of damage to our immune system when we drink. So again, if you're drinking due to stress, try some of the other stress techniques that we already mentioned in here. If you have been feeling as though this has been a problem for some time, I'm aware of the fact that AA is still meeting and they're meeting online. So during the Corona times, if this is when you're listening to this, this may be a great time for you to join a meeting and you don't even have to meet anybody. <laughs> you can come to a Zoom call meeting and have a blank screen, but please get help if you're to that point that you need help. 
So just to recap all of this, again, everything is very interrelated. The substances themselves are gonna weaken your immune system. Stress is gonna weaken your immune system. When you use substances to reduce stress, that's gonna then interrupt your sleep and that's gonna weaken your immune system. So what we need to do is we need to all stay in control of our schedules and that's gonna include our exercise and our diet, our sleeping patterns. We need to seek as much control of our daily schedules or quote patterns as we can to keep ourselves healthy. If you need help, seek help. There are a lot of people online right now that are coaching and counseling. One of the biggest boosts to your immune system is the belief in your mind that your immune system is working for you. So I really wanna encourage you to do your part to give your immune system everything it needs for a healthy lifestyle. I enjoyed spending this time with you today and it is my wish today and always that you are able to leave today healthier than yesterday. I'll see you next time. This podcast was brought to you by Orthos Health. For more information, visit orthoshealth.com.